So in that case, I'm treating him just like the dog. <laughs> I'm acting like I have some premonition that I can figure out what's wrong and what people need without them telling me or even asking for my help. Hey, I'm Jen Schielig. I am a certified health and wellness coach and a technology geek. I've been teaching people how to use technology since technology was invented. It seems like if you're a life coach or a solopreneur struggling with technology, stuck in technology drama in your own head, go on over to jenshelik.com, J-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-K.com and look for my tools for do-it-yourselfers to learn about technology, including courses and tip sheets, or reach out to me for help with your technology woes. Also, look for my Facebook group, Life Coaches Crushing Tech, and join so that you can learn from your fellow coaches and teach them and learn from me as well so that technology does not have to be your source of drama anymore. Hey y'all, how's it going? I am doing okay. And my dog Ted is doing okay too. He wasn't okay for a while. He is a pretty small little Bichon, about 20 pounds, and he likes to jump up on the couch and on the bed and on the arm of the couch and down. And we noticed he wasn't jumping as much and he looked really miserable. He was just hurting for some reason. We couldn't figure out why. So we took him to the vet and they said acute pancreatitis. And they said, has he been eating really fatty foods? And we said, no. And they said, has he been throwing up and having diarrhea? And we said, no. Well, so they kept him to make sure that they could figure out what was going on. So he was at the vet for almost a week on an IV and all the things. And eventually he started feeling better. And in the process of that, they did an ultrasound to make sure it wasn't anything else and they didn't find anything else. And at the end of that time frame, he was starting to feel a bit better, but not 100%. But they went ahead and um, sent him home with us with some medicine and stuff. So he came home and... I kept wishing that he could tell me what he needed. You know, he would just look at me with these eyes that said, Mom, I hurt, fix it. And I couldn't figure out what would help. And I couldn't figure out what to do, what he was thinking, what he needed. It was just really frustrating. I knew that he wasn't happy and he wasn't in pain, but I couldn't figure out because he couldn't tell me. I couldn't figure out what to do about it. And of course, I didn't want him to hurt because I feel bad when he hurts. So eventually he got better and now he is back to his regular self. But that whole process made me remember what it was like to have little children, infants. When my kids were little, I remember I was so young when I had them. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It's a, it's a wonder they survived. But you know, when they're first born and you bring them home and they cry and you don't know what the deal is, do they need a new diaper? Do they need to be fed? Do they need to be burped? Do they need to be swaddled? Do they need to just cry? What is the deal? Would you please tell me? 
And much like Ted couldn't tell me what was going on with him, the babies can't tell you what's going on with them either. They they don't have the way to make the words yet. Eventually they do, and then you wish that they maybe weren't talking anymore. But when they're little, they can't tell you. And so you're trying to guess what the deal is so that you can make it better. And you don't want them to hurt. But really, the main reason that you don't want them to hurt is because it hurts to hear them hurt. <coughs> right? It hurts to see them in pain. It hurts us, which is why we don't want them to be in pain. There's certainly maybe an altruistic part of, I just don't want any humans to hurt, but really it's because I feel bad when they feel bad. (coughs) But the babies can't tell you what's wrong and the dog can't tell you what's wrong. You're just trying to guess. And oftentimes you're wrong, right? And you try two or three or five things and they don't help because you don't know what the deal is and they can't tell you. But I think I'm guilty of playing that game with people that could tell me, but I don't stop to ask. So if my husband's in a funk about something, I don't like that because if he's out of sorts, it makes me feel bad. So I try to fix it. (laughs) I try to figure out what's going on and I maybe make him some food or I bring him a drink or I do something sweet to try to make it better. But I don't often ask what's going on and what would you like? So in that case, I'm treating him just like the dog. (laughs) I'm acting like I have some premonition that I can figure out what's wrong and what people need without them telling me or even asking for my help. And I should have known from all those years of dealing with babies and that week of dealing with the dog that I'm most often wrong when I try to play this game. Has that ever happened to you? That you're trying to fix something or somebody or some situation when you don't really know what's going on and maybe it's not even your business to fix it. I can't make the dog comfortable. I can create an environment that I think would be comfortable for the dog, but I have no control over whether or not the dog is comfortable. That's all on the dog. Same thing with the babies. I can't make the baby happy. I can feed the baby and swaddle the baby and make sure the baby has a clean diaper and all those things. But whether or not the baby is comfortable or happy is all on the baby. And the same thing with my husband, right? He gets to decide in his own head whether or not he is comfortable or happy or anything. I can't control that. And Knowing that I can't control it and accepting it and and allowing myself to stop trying to control that is kind of a mind-blowing thing for me because my whole life I felt like it's my job, it's my responsibility to make sure other people are, insert word here, comfortable, happy, fed, (laughs) whatever. And it's not my job. It's not your job nor is it your responsibility, nor is it your right or mine to be in charge of somebody else's 
comfort, happiness, contentment, anything. That's on them. It doesn't mean we have to be asses around them and make their life miserable on purpose. Doesn't mean I'm going to withhold food from the dog or the baby or the husband. But their happiness is on them. Just like my happiness is on me and your happiness is on you. It's nobody else's job or responsibility or right. It's yours, which is awesome and freeing and really cool. So the next time you feel responsible for someone else's happiness, just think about Ted, my dog. He's in charge of his own happiness, just like your dog and your baby's and your husband, and mine. Just something to think about. We'd love to hear what you think about this episode and other ideas that you'd like us to cover with regard to technology and staying sane in today's world. If you are a life coach struggling with technology confusion and drama in your own head, let me know how I can help. Head over to jenshelik.com, J-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-K.com and pop me a message. Let me know what you thought of this and what you'd like to hear more of. Thanks.